0: Welcome to the Olive Magazine Podcast Effortless Christmas Series. I'm Janine, Deputy Editor and Podcast Host, and each episode we'll be joined by our Olive Team experts to explore ways of making your holiday entertaining truly fuss-free. From big day cooking advice to easy edible gifts, as well as cool drinks and cocktail ideas, there'll be plenty of festive tips and tricks to raise your Christmas cooking game. Today, I'm here with author, food writer, and Olive's monthly columnist, Rosie Burkett, who's going to share some of her great entertaining ideas for over the holiday period. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Janine. Happy Christmas. Yeah, you too. I know you're in the midst of a huge house renovation at the moment, so I think a lot of this is going to be Wish list rather than reality for yeah, this year. Absolutely.
1: Currently, the contents of our kitchen is very unfestively spread out across our living room and dining room. Um, so it looks like a kind of junk shop meets um, <laughs> some kind of art installation. It's all very unfestive, but hoping that by the time this podcast goes out, we will have the tree up, the kitchen stuff will be in the cupboards and we'll have some semblance of, oh. of a lovely festive time.
0: Well, let's just let's just go for f- fantasy, fantasy gathering, basically. Great. So I'm um, I'm all about start- that right
1: now. <laughs>
0: um, so starting from the top, what what sort of things can people if you if you've got people coming over, you know, whether it's a small gathering or family, um, what sort of things can we do to kind of set the scene and the ambience? Mm.
1: Um, well, there are so many lovely things you can do. I think it sounds like an obvious one, but before people get there, take you know, like half an hour or 20 minutes if you're in a rush just to kind of make sure that you're happy with how things are looking and and, and smelling. Like there are so many gorgeous scented candles. I'm not a huge fan of incense, um, but there are some really lovely scented candles out there. So light a kind of festive candle or if you've got a, you know, if you're doing a fire or you've got a log burner, get that kicking over um and just kind of get things feeling a bit cozy so think about the lighting light some candles maybe dim your usual lighting turn on your festive twinkly candles if you're (laughs) using those Um, dot some candles around lanterns those sorts of things we actually um have got a couple of like nice little led kind of they sound that that sounds quite tacky, but they're actually really nice kind of wooden ornaments with um, some really twinkly LED little bulbs in, mm. which are quite nice. And we're sort of dotting them around um, and just kind of give everything a bit of a scan. I like to put some um, greenery out at this time of year, so mm. some nice eucalyptus. Um, that's always a good one. Um, but if you you might have some dried flowers or some some of those teasels. Have you ever? use those no, those teasels. They're teasels, they kind of like they grow and then they're dry. Um and you find them here by the coast. You find them kind of along the coastal path. They're okay. prickly and but they look really gorgeous. You can spray them with um you can spray them with kind of gold paint or white paint um and they they look really nice in a kind of dry arrangement but you might also be able to get some of those forever flowers um oh, yeah. those lovely dried straw flowers and things like that so just have like a couple of nice bits of either greenery or kind of evergreen or dried flowers out and about and dotted around um think about lighting think about you know what you're going to put on your table and mm. napkins and linens and that sort
0: of thing. Yeah, ta- I, I keep seeing this word tablescaping around, which I've never come across. I, I think it's a, until the last couple of years people started talking about tablescaping, and now I guess if you go online, there's great resources in there, like like Pinterest. Yeah, where you can go and just get really envious about somebody else's fantastic table. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And there are some fantastic kind of florists and stylists. There's Fiona Leahy, um, who's famous for her beautiful opulent tablescapes. Um, And there's lots of, yeah, like you say, lots of um, really, really great inspiration on Pinterest and Instagram. Um, And you can have a go, you know, like, why not? I mean, what I used to do in the days of our like big Christmas parties was we've got a long... um, dining table and I used to kind of put it up against the wall and uh, fill it with lovely plates and platters of food and then also have you know different heights of lovely flowers or greenery Mm. um, and little stem jars of flowers and that sort of thing Um, and just have a go at like you know building something up that that does look nice but don't obviously put too much
0: pressure on yourself. I think you're right once you get the the light and right in the ambience. It just makes people feel kind of cosy and Christmassy and ready or holiday vibes, you know, ready to sort of celebrate. Let's talk about some kind of the, the food and drink scenarios. Um, You said you're a big, a big fan of the pre-mixed, jug cocktails.
1: Yeah I mean what's not to love about pre-mixed cocktails because rather than faffing around when your guests get here kind of getting everyone a drink um, something you can do that's like a really good hack is is mic- already mix up a simple cocktail and have it chilling in the fridge so that when they come I mean obviously it depends on how many people you've got coming over but if you've got like four or six people or something um, mm. you know you can quite easily mix up a, a pre-batched cocktail something simple like a negroni that is is a sort of equal parts cocktail um you know you can just mix up the gin the vermouth, the campari um and maybe a little bit of filtered water um because obviously you're going to chill it so you're not going to you're not going to stir it with ice so Mm. mix it all up in a bottle um taste it make sure it's to your liking and get it in the fridge you know hours before people are coming and then as soon as they come you can just bust it out and pour it over ice with, you know, a little slice of orange or a little kind of bit of twist of orange zest or even nice. a dehydrated orange which is something that i like to do at this time of year <laughs> um and you can do that with negronis and um another one i love is the kind of spicy margarita so the picante which mm. is um, a sort of soho house thing um and you can you can mix those up as well with um you know your tequila agave syrup lime juice a little bit of chili and coriander um, and, and get those nice and chilled down in the fridge. As long as they're really cold, you, know, you can serve them over ice when people get there. Yeah, um, sounds cool. And the same for an old-fashioned as well. That's another good one. Because it's simple. So, so think about cocktails that only have a few ingredients that you might normally stir over, over ice. Get them into a glass bottle in the fridge. You can get these, mm. you know, you can recycle glass bottles or get these kind of nice glass bottles with corks in, um, and then you can just bring them, bring them out, and offer people a <laughs> selection of cocktails. How fab's that? It's all about the
0: ease, as well, isn't it? Yeah, letting, for letting people help themselves too, so you're not constantly just being a waiter.
1: Yeah, exactly. You don't want to kind of like feel that you're just on hand as a caterer at your own gathering. You want to be, you want to be in there <laughs> with your friends um, you know, and pass things round and, and yeah, get everyone involved. Another thing I think is quite nice is if you have a vinyl player um or a record player, which we do, um, you know, ask everyone before they come to bring a favourite record or a favourite Christmas, you know, I don't know if people, that many people have Christmas records, but if, you know, there are some real Christmas nuts out there. And um, we've got the Beach Boys album, which we always bust out, the Beach Boys Christmas album. Get everyone to bring um, a record is always quite nice. Or maybe if you're emailing before or texting, get people to submit ideas for, a if, you, if you're doing a digital playlist on Spotify, or whatever, get people to submit some of their favourite Christmas songs. And also to veto songs that that people really hate because I know that at this time of year some people just get really sick of certain tunes yeah. um so yeah I, I do that do that with your friends and then you can all feel like you're having a nice party together with you your might
0: f- you might start a bit of a fight though with people trying to get their different records you know prominence possibly possibly yeah
1: um I guess it's always a good a good little com- icebreaker as well when people get there.
0: Get their special record out. Yeah, <laughs> you can discuss. Stick around for more expert host and advice from Rosie. Let's talk about food because I know that you are a huge fan of the. Um, you you said to me that you're never knowingly without crisps and dips. Tell me about that.
1: Crisps and dips. I mean,
0: they're just a classic, aren't they? For entertaining, <laughs> they they never
1: they never fail. I recently even invested in quite a retro, lovely platter with a separate section for the dip, and then a big, a big bit to put the crisps on. Mm. Um, So yeah, like just, I just love crisps and dips, and you can, you can do so much with it. You can have several different dips um, that people can, you know, pick and choose, and then a a lovely variety of crisps as well. And it's just easy. And nowadays there are so so many gorgeous crisp options. You know, Mm. you've got those amazing truffle crisps you've got really good quality salt and vinegar
0: crisps <clears throat> yeah the gourmet crisp explosion it's crazy isn't it what you can get now
1: it is but it's like really helpful because it just elevates it and makes it feel a bit more special um yeah. which is obviously lovely for this time do you make of your
0: here. dips from scratch or do you sometimes
1: I, it depends how much time we've got like I might make one or two and then fall back on sh- some shop-bought versions as well one thing I did recently which was really nice was a kind of whipped ricotta dip um Mm. so very very easy you just get some shop bought ricotta and whip it up so it gets really fluffy I think I put some lemon zest in there maybe a bit of nutmeg um and then I sizzled some like really lovely thyme some fresh thyme um and put that on top so that the thyme leaves got kind of nice and crispy and just kind of drizzled that on top with a little bit of, um, like a tiny little bit of white truffle oil. And then I served that with some um, of those Torres truffle crisps, which is just so light um, and delicious. And that's that's a really good one. Something like that is really easy to do and looks impressive. Mm. Um, And then, you know, if you've got time to make your own hummus, amazing. If you don't, (laughs) you know, toast some pine nuts, throw them on top, put some lovely extra virgin olive oil on top um and think and fall back on things that you might have previously made like if you make if you ever make um kind of seed and nut mixes like i like making dukkha, um and having that crumbled on on top of a lovely hummus or something mm. is really nice um also just sizzling off some seeds so like sesame seeds pumpkin seeds so they go mm. nice and kind of fragrant and golden coriander seeds um and those kind of touches on top of dips is is always yeah. lovely
0: yeah, it, it, I guess it's if you you take the sort of inspiration from the thing that you've got, like, um, you know, you, you can get really good baba ghanoush, can't you? And mm. then put sort of um pomegranate seeds on top of that and olive oil and just kind of add add that extra little kind of middle eastern twist to it
1: yeah exactly yeah i think i think if you're if you are serving shop bought dips you can go the extra mile on a little bit of garnish yeah Um, put it in a bowl you know get it out of the plastic um, wrap get it out the plastic (laughs) and then there's another there's a really simple one i love which um is is just really easy but but it's a kind of um it is also quite kind of nostalgic it's based on the sour cream and onion um dip when I was a kid it was always one that my parents had at their at their soirees like there was always a sour cream um (laughs) and chive and onion dip that I remember because I used to you know Go into the corner with a bowl of it and and eat it. Um, and I did, there's a version in my book which is with charred onions. So you kind of mm. char, you slice up a load of onions and then you char them um, in a pan with some olive oil and a bit of salt and sugar and get them really nice and kind of sweet and soft and charred in places. And then you mix them with sour cream. Um, sorry, you mix them with a little bit of pomegranate molasses just to give them like a lovely kind of acidity mm, and that, that lovely flavour. And then you mix that with um, your sour cream, mayonnaise and chives and put that in the fridge to to mingle and then just get that out beforehand. That's a
0: lovely one. Yeah. I think the main thing is, as as you said, like, you know, making it easy.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think <gasps> things like crisps and dips, Are great because they're they're quite substantial. You can prep them ahead, you can have them ready when people get there. Um, and then obviously, I mean, homemade sausage rolls are are always nice. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's something that you can make ahead again, um, and that you can customize yourself quite easily. Um, but yeah, basically weigh up what kind of time you've got for for this stuff, and don't you know, don't give yourself a hard time. Olives are another, another go-to, olives that you can sort of marinate before um, in a jar with feta and lemon zest um, and maybe some roasted garlic. Um, but yeah, I would just go heavy on like the prep, um, yeah. but also you want there to be abundance. So, yeah. so there's absolutely nothing wrong with using shop-bought things and just kind of finishing them nicely and also yeah. s- sourcing products that are that are lovely and are gonna you know give people a bit of a treat um and thinking about where you're getting stuff from
0: yeah and another thing um I was going to mention that I've seen quite a lot on Instagram is grazing boards because they're fantastic that's where you can spend a lot of time literally arranging stuff you've bought yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) and then um and then people come in and they're like wow so not just like cheese but you know charcuterie and figs and sort of olives as you've said and they just look so stunning
1: totally that they they absolutely look great um obviously you know you can you can go all out and do your own kind of crispy roast potatoes on there or um you know you could bake a big beautiful camembert or something or um you know make make a couple of elements yourself. But like you say, you could also just buy a load of really nice stuff and arrange it beautifully on a board. Um, I think having, yeah, having boards and platters to hand. um, Yeah. And lovely fruit, like figs always look beautiful. Figs and bunches of grapes. Pomegranates that you can split in half and kind of put down the table always Mm. look beautiful as well. Um, So there's lots of things you can do. Tangerines and clementines with their leaves on. Um, just having those dotted around because they're so they're so nice, and the minute someone cracks into one of those, the room suddenly smells like Christmas yeah, it's as well.
0: Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Completely, yeah. And also, the um, talking about small gatherings, I know the ultimate cheat, and I know you're you're a big fan of them, is um, the the boom industry of lockdown, which was restaurant meal kits. Um, did you do a yes. lot of those?
1: Um, we we did do quite a lot of that last year um, because. We just moved out of London and um, it was it was just amazing to be able to get these kits um, from some of our favorite London restaurants. um, You know, when obviously we weren't able to visit them um, during the pandemic. So, yeah, the restaurant kits are really, really great. And the Dispatch um, has some amazing menus. Actually, we just did a, a really good celebratory menu from Jose Pizarro um, which was like a Spanish seafood feast. And that was, that was such a treat. That was amazing. Um, yeah. And they're great. There's, there's a, Asma Khan, um, does a really fantastic biryani restaurant kit that you can get, um, which is just
0: like such a good, that that one regularly sells out, doesn't it? As soon as she puts it up online.
1: Yeah, it does. (laughs) And we managed to get one, um, earlier in the year and that that strikes me as a really amazing thing if you bought a couple of those uh you know and had those for people coming over there's because there's so there's so much food and they're so delicious and they really are like a kind of fe- you know it could be such a festive centerpiece having cracking out a couple of those biryanis and you literally just warm them up in the oven they're so simple
0: mm-hmm. so things like that are really lovely yeah i think the main thing about it is um that you're not spending a lot of time tying yourself up and not trying to make perfect food. You're actually going to spend time with people rather than, you know, cooking.
1: I completely agree. I think, you know, gone are the days where where we're just, we have time to do all of that. And especially since we've not been able to see friends and family half as much as we would have liked to over these last couple of years, you know, take shortcuts, make life easy for yourself, do things in advance put a bit of love into it when you're serving things up, you know, and, and, and go easy on yourself, like you say, cause you want to be, you don't want to be stressed. You want to be having a lovely time.
0: Yeah. Well, there's loads of great tips there, Rosie. And, um, I think if people take notice of them they'll have a really lovely gathering and a lovely Christmas oh um, thanks for coming I hope to, so. back to us today Rosie it's really great to see you oh it's such a pleasure and I hope yeah I just hope everyone out there has a lovely
1: Christmas and a safe Christmas and yeah enjoy those pre-mixed
0: cocktails yeah. <laughs> thank you <laughs> That was the Olive Magazine podcast. For more information on things we talked about in this episode and to check out our back catalogue of over 250 episodes, head to olivemagazine.com.